Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the videocast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And one of the things we like to teach is skills for travel bloggers and digital nomads. And one of the top skills is to get yourself known on YouTube and uh, to do uh, video blogging, etc. So we have uh, two very special guests on this today. We have my good friend, Desmond Soon, uh, who's the the CEO of Tube Your Own Horn. And then we have Jason, who's actually the Chief Marketing Officer of Tube Your Own Horn. Uh, so we got the pleasure of interviewing both of them today uh, live on the show about YouTube marketing, how to make good videos, how to edit your videos, how to market your videos using video SEO, and ultimately how to monetize your videos. The big question, how to make money using YouTube. Uh, so, uh, to start off with, why don't we get to know you guys a little bit better if you guys want to share more about yourselves. Desmond, do you want to start and then we'll get Jason to share about himself. Certainly. Thanks so much, Ricky. It's, it's so good to see you, uh, you know, doing so well for yourself. Uh, a little bit of a backstory for those who are watching this from around the globe. Ricky's actually, you know, recording this live in Colombia while I'm in Vancouver. Uh, a it's a hometown where both Ricky and I share as a mutual hometown. But going even further back, there's another link to the story, is that Ricky lived in Japan, I lived in Japan for 12 years, and my business partner Jason also lived in Japan. So there's something about Japan and, and travelers and, you know, and, and Vancouverites that, uh, that bring us all together. And I just want to say I'm very proud of Ricky because I came back to Vancouver while Ricky had already established himself as a, a, an influencer, as a, a meetup leader. Uh, he, had, he, he was running several groups, and especially the daddy blogger group, which is how I found him, because I myself am a father of two young boys, and uh, I reached out to Ricky because I, was I found his blog. So you're probably finding this video somewhere online. And that is what we're going to really focus on, is the discoverability. You can travel, you can make money while uh, traveling. So um, yeah, with that being said, I'm just going to pass the mic over to Jason, my business partner, and let him introduce himself as well. Yeah, and thanks for sharing the backstory. You know, Desmond and me, we're both fatherpreneurs. Our biggest passion is our family, our wives, and our kids. And our kids have actually met together, played together, and Desmond actually had a chance to speak at my group in Vancouver called YVR Dads, which stands for Vancouver Dads. And, uh, you know, that's our biggest passion. So we definitely resonate on that front. And it's really cool about the whole connection with Japan as well. Uh, so go ahead, Jason. Uh, you can introduce yourself now. All right, hey, can everybody see me? All right, awesome. Okay, so first off, Ricky, thank you for uh, introducing us here and having us on the show here and looking forward to giving you guys value here. I, as you know, Desmond and myself and, and uh, Ricky, we all, like we, he said before, we, were, we met through you know, a mutual connection with Japan, the cultures. It's amazing how cultures can connect you, and I think that's really cool what Ricky and his family are doing by traveling internationally and getting those valuable experiences for family, regardless of if you're single or if you got a family, I just really like what his mission is about here. And, and I know a lot of you guys resonated with where, no matter where you're at in the globe here. And, and that's where, uh, same thing for me. You know, I'm actually not from Vancouver. I'm actually from originally from New Orleans. And now I've moved recently to Seattle so I can visit my business partner and some of our other clients in Vancouver and other parts. But we have clients all over the place because we, we believe in using online to be able to be virtual everywhere and not be just stationary in one city. So that's what we love about doing this type of uh, business online to help people and give them value with YouTube video market, which we're gonna talk about as well with some other topics. So 
And that's how I met my, my business partner, Desmond. We, we met at events. We, we, we weren't even in our Vancouver, Seattle, and Dallas. It was actually a totally different place, Orlando, actually. And that's where I met him there. I had heard that he spoke Japanese, and you know he probably heard a little bit about me from some different events and what I do in the industry as well. And I walked up to him behind him and spoke in his ear in Japanese, and he turned around like, whoa, who's this white guy speaking Japanese? And you know, he was really tripped out there, but we hit it off really well. And, Got along really well. We had the same type of business ethics and and other mindset for you know being the the right mindset for entrepreneur and helping others and making impact. So it just went well from there for many years. So that's where our start begins. Back to you, Ricky. Yeah, it's definitely great to have both of you on the show. And you know, a friend of Desmond is a friend of mine. So great to meet you, Desmond. On uh, great to meet you, J Jason, on this uh, virtual uh, meeting. Thank you. So uh, what I wanted to do is uh, firstly talk about uh, video marketing. Uh, you know, obviously there's a lot of ways you can market yourself online. Everything from social media to blogging to podcasting to video marketing, content marketing, etc. So why do you guys feel that video marketing is so important for entrepreneurs and business owners? <clears throat> all right. So Ricky, I'm, I'm going to chime in on that. And first of all, it you know, I mean. This presentation that I've done for you as well, you know, you had me at the Microsoft store when we did that presentation. I was talking about video marketing. These days with the way social media is, has been going and, and the way YouTube has proliferated, you know, obviously led by Google, video is definitely the way that not just TV and TV is still very strong and, you know, for in terms of advertising and getting viewership. But I mean, just look around everywhere. You know, you've got Netflix, you've got YouTube, you've got all these different media sources, uh, Instagram, almost any social media that wants to be, to have its weight in gold needs to have some sort of a video element to it. Snapchat, uh, Instagram, you know, and, and all these different things. Twitter started moving to it, towards it. Uh, if you look at LinkedIn, which was seemed to be falling behind, they started putting video to it. So, you know, success leaves clues. Now, here's the problem though, okay, is that a lot of people these days don't really know how to make good videos. And then on the other hand, Here's the conundrum. Do you need to, and I get, we get this question all the time, do you really need to be making super professional videos? Is it, is it necessary? And I think that's, that's a stopping point for a lot of people is that a lot of people know that they need to make videos, but they're scared of making videos or they think they have to be perfect or have all this expensive equipment in order to leverage the power of video in order to uh, you know, be a solopreneur or to have a home-based business or to be a travelpreneur or even you know, uh, to scale up. Let's look at some of the the, the bigger, you know, mid-sized businesses, anywhere from five to 10 employees, 50 to 100 employees, or even the full-size enterprise type businesses, 500 plus, uh, they all leverage video in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, definitely. Video is important. I think we all realize that. Um, a lot of uh, business owners and um, uh, entrepreneurs, they're a little bit shy uh, because obviously it takes confidence and you guys are super confident you know, uh, on your videos. I've seen uh, several of them on your YouTube channel. Uh, any tips for getting confident on the screen uh, you know, to overcome your nervousness, your fear, the jitters, the heart palpitations, the sweaty palms, etc.? Any tips for confidence on screen? Hey, Ricky, I can chime in on that. Uh, I can tell you, you know, Desmond, he's been doing a lot of like in your face video marketing. I've been the guy that mainly does, uh, you know, YouTube video ads for clients and also entrepreneurs, etc. AKA the is, nerd, AKA the nerd, the geek, the behind the scenes guy. So <laughs> I'm going to throw Jason under the bus because he likes it. He likes it when I do that. Yeah, yeah, we know how it rolls. So, 
And that's and that's that's cool like that, right? Everybody can start at any point you're at, regardless if you got lots of experience, you're natural on camera, or if you've never done anything and you and you have lots of us and and things like that, you just can't even make eye contact with the camera. That's okay because if you just keep consistent and you keep doing more and more videos, do like 20 to 50 videos, even if all of them are screwed up in some form or another, whether it's the body language or the eye contact or any of those things, doesn't matter. Your body starts to get subconsciously feeling comfortable when you keep doing more and more videos consistently. And if you do that and you stay focused and you don't give up and give into your insecurities or be so self-conscious, you will get better on camera. I guarantee it. There, there really is no magic formula, Ricky, except like what Jason really pointed out. It is repetition. It's no different than learning to ride a bicycle or learning to swim or uh, jumping out of an airplane, you know, for the, you know, you want to do a skydive or a bungee jump. Uh, I think though, th I think those things are way more crazy than getting in front of a camera. <laughs> However, there are statistics that prove that most people would rather have a gun pointed to their head than get in front of a camera, which <laughs> That's right. blows my mind, right? And no pun yeah, intended. Crazy. And uh, what you see on camera, and I appreciate the compliments, uh, Ricky, but what you don't see is the 90%. It's like the iceberg. You know, you only see the top what's out of the water, but you don't see the 90% that's under the water of all the bloopers and all the panics and all the frustrations and the, oh, sh you know, beep. You know, this is a fr family friendly show here, but you know, the F's and all that, oh, you know, and the rushing, oh, I'm sleepy and I'm tired. Oh my gosh, I could go on and on. So it's just repetition and it's like driving a car when you first got in the first time. Everyone, hopefully, you know, you've got a license if you're an adult, then you've, you've had experienced the feeling of getting in a car for the first time. But now when you drive a car, it's like second nature. You can even drive and sometimes on a weekend, you end up driving to your office because just it's second nature. You end up driving, you know, robotically there. So it's, it's very much like that. It just comes from repetition. And I would say like what Jason says, the advice that we give to everyone is the challenge. Here's a tip, a good takeaway tip. This is a method that actually works. Write this down if you're watching this right now. Actually write it down. But first of all, write down in the comments where you guys are from because when we were introducing ourselves, you guys know where we are from, but we don't know where you're from. So go ahead and post Ricky a comment in the comments below and let us know, give a shout out for where you are calling in, you know, watching us, uh, whether currently or in the replay later on. And um, so back to the topic, here's the tip. Are you ready? The tip for shooting videos is you want to get through 20 videos, 20 videos, okay? And I know there's a very methodical types that will ask me 101 questions. Well, Desmond, what do I need? What camera do I use? What topics do I use? And the simple answer, it's almost like kind of Kung Fu master, you know, like the Sifu or the, the sensei, they'll reply to you, 20 videos, grasshopper. And you have to go figure it out. Well, it's that whole figuring out process that you actually, believe it or not, we've had time and time again, people who actually just bit, you know, bit the bullet and just say, okay, I'll make 20 videos. And they went through that process. Now, here's a very important way to do it, okay? You shoot video number one, and then you be critical of yourself. You, you shoot it in one take. Okay, don't, don't try to shoot it, oh, you know, you make a mistake, you stop it, make it, no, no, just shoot it in one take. Just get through it. The whole idea is get through the video number one. Okay, as horrible as it is, just get through it. Get through it, now review it. You'll probably find 101 mistakes with it, things that you hated about it. But don't focus on the 101, I want you to find just three things that you can improve. Just three things. Three things that you figure you can remember without having to look at a script or something. Just three things, and then go shoot video number two. It's gonna be just as bad but with just three things maybe better or maybe even two things better or even one thing better. Okay, you'll shoot video number two and then shoot video number three and then on and on and on and on it goes. And as you do it, you progressively evolve just like, you know, 
you know, Darwin's theory or whatever, evolution, slowly over time you will evolve and your videos will get better. And by the time you get to video number 20, believe it or not, okay, I always tell people 20, but most of our students usually come back to us and say by video number 10, they're like amazingly better already. Confidence is like through the roof. And that's at video 10, not even video 20. So that's our challenge to those of you watching out there in terms of confidence. Awesome. You know, some great tips there. And I totally agree with you guys. Uh, the more you do it, the more confident you'll get. And I'll just share with you an example. Uh, I do these uh, podcasts uh, on both video and audio uh, so people can watch them on YouTube and they can listen to them on iTunes. And when I look back in my first podcast back, uh, you know, uh, in uh, I think it was only in May, uh, I was uh, stuttering. I was speaking too fast. I was looking at the screen, not at the camera. And I've got better. I still speak too fast and I still stutter every now and then. But the more you do it, the better you'll get it. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a muscle, like travel muscle, audio muscle, podcast muscle, video muscle. So work it, work it. Like you said, uh, I love those tips. Uh, so what would you say makes a good video? Because there's literally millions and millions of videos on YouTube and Facebook and all the different social media, and you're bombarded with video constantly. Uh, so how do you differentiate a, a bad video, a good video, and an incredible, outstanding amazing video any uh, any tips there on what makes a good quality video Jason you want to chime in first or do you want me to chime in on this one sure I'll, I'll chime in next on that also I, I wanted to make sure that I also wanted to share with you guys a good thing that will help you with getting over the, the the fear of doing video pay close attention to this and add this to the challenge that Desmond has given to you guys as you take action on this and that is make the experience of recording each of your videos those 20 videos pleasurable okay pay attention to that pleasurable if you do not make this experience pleasurable guess what your subconscious is going to remember how painful it was to do it and guess what over time your body's going to oh i gotta do another video and then you're gonna be like oh i gotta do it again uh, you know what I, i'll do it in the future i'll do it a month from now i'll do it a year from now and that is not good my friends so pay attention and make sure that you make the experience pleasurable reward yourself celebrate the wins right you know, even if it's just five minutes, do something fun in the video, but don't be scripted. Just have fun with the video. Know that you're just having fun. This isn't about trying to get leads or sales right now. This is about you just trying to improve as a person and getting better at video and getting comfortable and making it pleasurable. So I hope you guys remember that. Now, the next part I want to share is what Ricky asked, which is how do you make videos better from amateur videos? So there's a big difference between pro videos and amateur videos. Well, for us, what we've shared on our YouTube channel in the past is there's some things about the types of things that you do with your camera, like framing. What would I mean by framing? Well, if you look at Desmond, myself, and Ricky here, we're generally in frame. We're not actually showing the camera below our nose so you can stare at our nose hairs. If you would like that, that might be a separate YouTube video genre that's out there. But for us, we like to be like right in your face. Like if we're having a conversation with you at the cafe, talking to you face to face through the camera and looking right into the camera, not looking down the camera, not looking up at the camera, but like right at you. And where you can actually see our heads in the camera, like straight ahead, not like you're looking at the top of our head either. So that's one thing, framing. Another thing is making sure that you have planned out content. It doesn't have to be even memorized or scripted, but just like a general outline of a just few points of what you want to say. So that way, regardless if you're the memorizer script type people, or the type of person that just likes to have a few lines and then just kind of go with the flow from what your experiences are and speak from the heart, but you at least know 
how to stay on topic at the same time, okay? Another thing that's important is give some type of call to action. Doesn't matter if you've got an entertainment YouTube channel or a Facebook video or YouTube videos that are focused on food or entertainment or inspiration or education. Either way, you wanna make sure that it stays on topic for what you're planning on and having a call to action for your audience, regardless if your audience is zero, one, or 100,000, doesn't matter. You will get there over time if you always have that focus and call to action to get them to do something, whether it's subscribe to your channel, like and comment down below, or interact with the audience. Things like that is super important as you do these things in your videos. So I'm gonna give some time for Desmond to also do some things in the video that are important, but I definitely wanna make sure that you guys got at least some ideas of where to start, just to start, right? So go ahead, Desmond. So here, <clears throat> here's my chance to throw Jason under the bus there. Once again, make sure you time yourself so you don't go on too long. No, I'm kidding, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding with you guys. <laughs> That's right. Jason did hit some very, very important points, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go from a different angle here, and that is starts with content. So how many of you have actually planned out, you know, you shot a video, you look good, especially for the ladies, you probably have to put on makeup, you get your set right, you got your lights right, you invested in equipment, you, you spent this time to, you know, hours editing the video, you upload the video, you did all of those things, only to find out that you got like five views on your video after you uploaded it, and those five views are most likely you or your grandma or, uh, you know, the three other Gmail accounts that you had, and you had those accounts watching your own videos so that you could get some views on your channel, right? You can relate with me on that, yes? Okay, so, you know, it, there has to be a strategy behind it, and this is probably the holy grail, and it's something that I'm very passionate about, that I speak to very, very, uh, you know, about it, and that is, really, it starts with content, and yes, you want to make stuff that you want to talk about, but you have to be strategic in a way that you blend it with things that people want to hear about. So, I mean, it makes sense, right? For example, if the Super Bowl is going on, uh, it's a trending topic, and you happen to talk about Super Bowl, well, most likely your, your video, I mean, if you do it properly and you SEO it correctly and you, you know, all those things, you get found in the search engine, all of a sudden you just open up the floodgates to a ton of viewers, free traffic. And that's really what, uh, you know, if we're gonna dive deeper, a lot of people who are on the internet, whether it's, even if they're for altruistic reasons, because later on we're gonna get into monetizing, eventually it's all about traffic. It's all about eyeballs watching you and owning the conversation and being on the first page of Google, being on the first page of YouTube, right? You know, you, tapping into that organic search. Now, Jason specializes and masters in, you know, paid traffic and all the big businesses, any even mid-sized businesses, you know, leverage paid traffic rather than doing, you know, old-fashioned newspaper ads or radio ads or whatever. They leverage paid traffic, Google AdWords and so forth. However, for the average person watching this, you know, it's, it's untapped, it's free, it's there, but you just gotta find the vein of traffic. And so, content, okay? Now let me give you a really simple example for traffic. You need to do something as simple as going into the YouTube search bar, okay? So first of all, it's so many people wanna quickly shoot a video. Well, if you're gonna shoot a five minute video, you're gonna spend all this time to edit it, and in, in general, I'll say the average person spends maybe two hours, excuse me there, turn off phones on interviews as well, right? Put it on vibrate mode. So you know, when you get, um, you spend like, you know, two, three hours on an average video. I mean, wouldn't it be worth your while to maybe spend a good solid 30 minutes, maybe even one hour, or maybe the equivalent two hours on research? Research a topic first. Now, I'm, I'm a, the way I started, actually my story with how I started doing video was that I was lazy. 
I was lazy, number one. Okay, and I'm going to be really honest here. I was lazy because at that time I was doing internet marketing and my mentors were big bloggers, just like Ricky, right? And quite frankly, as a single parent in those days, I had no time to blog. Uh, I was working. I'd leave the house at, you know, 6.37 in the morning. I'd come home at 7 p.m., 8 o'clock at night. I'd be exhausted, take care of my kids, put them to bed, you know, watch some TV with them, put them to bed. And then after that, go and try to start blogging at 10 p.m. at night till 2 a.m. in the morning at four hours to get a blog in. Right, a proper blog, not just you know a crappy blog. So those four hours were exhausting. I'd rather shoot a video. So I used to wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning. I, I shot a video with my phone, and I'm answering another question. Do you need expensive equipment? No, you don't. I just got a phone, and I put it on a, one of the little tripod things, and I literally just shot the phone. You know, and to get better sound, I used you know iPhone sort of headphones like this. I'd plug it in, and I made a lavalier mic out of it by just running it under my shirt. And I had it without the cable there. And I, I would have a lovely. So I increased the sound quality. That's how I made my videos more professional. And I just shot videos. Now I shoot, I shot short videos because I need to get them out. I need to get a video shot in five, 10 minutes, get out the door, change into my, my work clothing, and then edit the video on my phone on the way to work, and then upload it once I got to work and use the work Wi-Fi so I didn't kill my data. That's the true story of how I started shooting videos, okay? And I use that to offset my blogs because then I would shoot that video in the evening. I'd come back. I'd take that video. I'd put it into a blog, embed it, and do a quick write-up on it or have someone have a VA eventually write up stuff on it, you know, and help me out, right? So that's how I got content out there. Um, circling back to content and how to make videos better, I hope I've answered some of the questions so far. It's a little bit of a long story here, but it's very important, okay? So, for example, right now if you go into, say, YouTube and you actually type, um, say, for example, Vancouver Photographer. And see what result comes up there. Now, that's a short tail keyword, okay? Now, what if you start typing in there and the search bar, that search starts to pop up suggestions. Those are suggestions that are being suggested by Google, okay? Because they're high search terms. So think of a topic that you want to talk about. Then go do a search like that and try to find a match, something that matches up. Get that title and then build and proliferate your whole topic around that. Brainstorm a bit, get a couple of topics. So, for example, Vancouver photographer. Oh, no one's really owning that right now. But what if I type Vancouver photography, Vancouver photography workshop, Vancouver photography class, Vancouver photography, or maybe even not even Vancouver photography, but what about Yale Town, Van Yale Town photography workshop? That's a very specific keyword. Now, if I made a video and called it Yale Town, and Yale Town's a, a pretty posh you know, a new young money uh, condominium area in the downtown core of Vancouver. So naturally, there's quite a few yuppie, you know, hipster type people there, uh, people with money, obviously, that can afford a photography workshop. And I was a photographer and I, I did that. Don't you think I would rank on the first page of YouTube for that video? And if I did do that, right, it would stay there for a long time. And this is different from Facebook ads or Facebook videos. It stays there. So people keep finding it. Now, obviously, if you set up the video correctly and you have you know, keywords, uh, sorry, you have your meta tags in there correctly and you also have in the description a way for people to reach out to you, maybe perhaps a lead magnet, you offer them something free in exchange for their email, you capture them into your email list. So without going too far into this, I've given you guys somewhat of a framework of how to make videos better from a more strategic standpoint. Not just sort of like, oh, on the spur of the moment, blah, 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 let me just talk about you know, law of attraction or whatever I'm feeling at that moment. And nobody really understands what you're talking about. It's not keyworded. It's not, it's, it's not reverse engineered. It's not designed for a strategic reason. Does that make sense? It, it makes, makes sense indeed. Yeah. So some great tips about making a, a high quality video. 
So you could have the best video in the world in terms of the content, in terms of the composition you talked about, in terms of the actual video quality, the sound, but it's all for no reason. And you mentioned that a lot of people actually just keep clicking refresh until they hit 10 or 15 or 20 views. Uh, but obviously you don't want to have just your own eyeballs. You want to have people from around the world come and watch your videos. So the question here is, how do you market your videos once you produce the video, once you've uploaded it? Any tips for the title, the description, the tags, or anything else to market your videos well on YouTube? Hey, uh, Ricky, I'll chime in on that. Uh, we have lots of things that you can do, but just to keep it simple, for those of you who are new to the game out there, when it comes to the YouTube world, for example, and you want, you've, now that you've recorded your video, you've got a target audience picked out, you've got the content that's very targeted, you've got the call to action in there, right? Now, it's important that you do the right things to get your video, what we like to say, syndicated, promoted correctly, and so it starts off by, yeah, making sure that you've researched those titles that you thought about ahead of time, even before you made the video, that is something that people are actually looking for, and then actually thinking about uh, keywords or tags, what they call meta tags, of things that you can put inside your description that will allow you to be found from when people put in those keywords. And so that's something you have to do research. The, the keyword or AK meta tags has to be related to what you're talking about, almost like a transcription, has to be related to what you're talking about in the video. You don't want to just keyword stuff and just put random keywords that you know a lot of people are looking for just so that you can try to game the system. Look, Google, YouTube has been around for a long time. They've had a lot of changes or algorithm changes, what they like to say. It's better to just go ahead and follow their algorithm and policies so that way you get the best results, the right target audience that are looking at your videos, and whatever other things that you're doing with your products and services and getting people out there, right? And so it's important that you do these things and making sure that everything is congruent through the whole process as you promote it. Because once you've done those things, it's really important that you start sharing your video with some type of messaging to get engagement to, from your audience, questions that you can ask them to get them to take a look at the video right after that as a call to action. So if you share it on video, ask it with a question right along with your link to your YouTube video. If you're sharing it on YouTube, maybe you want to maybe put a snippet of the Facebook video, uh, a version of it on YouTube, excuse me, on Facebook, and then give them a link to go to the YouTube video so it brings them back to the hub of YouTube of your own channel. If you want to put it out on LinkedIn, you can share it with an image and maybe ask some question there. Get them to engage with you in different media platforms as you're growing your followers. So if you've got a lot of followers on LinkedIn, start making things happen on there. Promote yourself on there. But if you've got zero followers on Twitter, just start getting uh, followers first. And then as you start putting out content, people will start to come over to you more. So it's all about where's your audience at and what do you have built up right now. You don't have to master every single platform you promote. But this is kind of like the more the, the free ways and the SEO ways of things to get your stuff out there, right? And so now if you were the other side of the audience where you're doing those things, plus you want to just speed things up a little bit more, that's where you start doing Google AdWords, YouTube video ads that will help speed things up to help you get more views, leads, or sales, or subscribers. Whatever your goal is, that is the things that will speed things up if you're doing it the right way. And so. These are just some of the things that you can do to promote it from a free side or a paid side. Back to you guys. I didn't know if you wanted to chime in, Desmond, but uh, yeah, great tips, uh, Jason. 
Well, actually, to be honest, Ricky, as Jason was speaking, this is why we're such a great tag team, is that I was already not just, you know, talking about what we do to promote, I was already promoting. So I asked you, you know, at the start of this to give me a link. And what I did was I sent out that link on as many uh, of our social media platforms as we could put it out there. So even if you went to my Facebook page right now, you'd see it there, you'd see it in several of the groups that we moderate, uh, several of the groups in Japan, in Asia, um, you know, and, and who knows, someone will pop on the show just from that. Now that that's just sort of, you know, um, last minute things. Naturally, what you want to do is when you've got a, when you've got a video, in fact, we've actually got a checklist, if you don't mind, Ricky, I mean, we do have a, a checklist that we put together, a comprehensive checklist that uh, feel free to share it with anyone. All they need to do, in fact, Ricky, we'll send you a link, a specific link, if any of your, your viewers, um, and if they say that they, if they reach out to us and they say that they got it through you, we'll even go so far as to spend, uh, you know, even 15 minutes. I'll even get on the phone with them for 15 minutes and I'll consult with them. Here's a bonus. I'll, I'll, I'll give it away for free. Uh, you know, we got clients that pay us, you know, up to a thousand dollars an hour to do consultation on their marketing. And I'm not just saying that to, you know, kind of, uh, sound like we're all big and lofty, but that, that's the reality. I mean, just go look at our prices and stuff on our agency. But for your clients, for your your fans and your followers, because you've been so good to me as well, if they get on with us, you know, we'll, we'll dedicate a solid 15 minutes. I'll look at their channel. I'll, you know, we'll give them some strategies of things that they can implement right away. And uh, it's amazing. Sometimes people think they try to overcomplicate it. And we've helped absolute beginners. A mom that had started like with Zero, zero subscribers she went to something like over a thousand five hundred which is a lot in a, in a short period of time and I think like two three months and uh, and she doesn't need a lot of subscribers but from that cooking channel what she did was she was able to get five clients other moms because she targeted the keywords correctly she found local moms that wanted to work with her and that's how she ended up starting her first sort of like home cooking business um, you know probably making a moderate income supporting her husband's the main breadwinner but she's happy the thing is she's happy she feels important and she's got a channel that's growing right now. It's got a lot of potential. So yeah, just, you know, anyone that wants to do that, will reach out to us. We'll give you the link. You can get this upload checklist that we've got and it helps people to follow this process of uploading videos and then what to do after that, how to syndicate it. The word is to syndicate it, to get it out there, whether you email it to your email list, whether you put it up on social media, whether or not you do some off page SEO, such as uh, getting more backlinks, embedding it on videos that, you know, on, on blogs and stuff like that, uh, getting it discovered these are some of the, the best practices, right? So I would say, you know, follow the procedures that we have in the checklist. There's too much to mention right now today. Yeah, no, thanks for offering that to all of our listeners and viewers today. That will definitely be valuable to get a third party expert opinion on your channel. So highly recommend uh, taking up Desmond on that offer. Uh, you know, uh, he, he's definitely uh, true to his word. So if you reach out to him, uh, he's going to give you solid feedback on your channel in terms of the cover art, the graphics, uh, the videos themselves, the marketing, etc. So definitely reach out and ask Desmond and Jason about how you can get reviewed on your channel. Uh, so, uh, the, you know, the question I think that a lot of people have is, uh, what's the point? You know, you could have great Great videos, you can have great marketing, but unless you're actually getting customers, what is the point? I mean, obviously, it's great for marketing, it's great for branding, great for getting uh, your message out there, great for adding value to others. But then, the the day, we we're in it to make money and to impact others, but also to you know feed our kids. And you know, the case of Desmond and myself, etc. So, um, what would you say are some tips for actually making money on your videos? I they're doing a call to action uh, to buy products or service or actually maybe even monetizing the YouTube videos itself through YouTube ad revenue. So any tips about YouTube monetization? Uh, let me just chime in on that one. Muted. 
there we go. Okay, so let me chime in on that. I might be a little bit slow on my computer here. Um, so I want to give a shout out to two influencers out there. One Ricky actually knows is uh, Stefan, Stefan Pelanos. He is another local Vancouverite. Uh, he's actually uh, making seven figures, and he started off also through a mutual mentor and, and business partner of ours. Ricky knows Dan Locke as well. Uh, so if you look up Dan Locke, Vancouver Entrepreneurs, you type that into YouTube, you'll find Dan Locke, obviously. Got to give a shout out to Dan Locke, our mentor. Now, Dan also influenced uh, Stefan Pelanos, who runs a very successful YouTube channel called Project Life Mastery. And uh, if anyone wants as well, I'll post into the comments of Ricky's, uh, you know, of the video here, the replay, uh, the link to that video as well. I want to give a shout out to Stefan. And Stefan didn't put me up to this. But he, re he recently made a video where he talked about how he crossed over 3,000, uh, 300,000 subscribers and how he's earning about $9,000 from just ad, you know, uh, from Google AdWord from the, uh, from YouTube, right? Now, most people will be excited about that $9,000 a month in revenue. Wow. You know, just from ads on his monetized from his videos, but to be really honest, it's strategy it's strategy. See, Stefan doesn't make his million dollars in seven figures from that, that that's like pocket change for him. Really what it is, is he's given tons of value. So if you're a first timer watching this, uh, for the veteran internet marketers, you, you understand where I'm going with this, but you know, not just giving, give the value on the front end, but it's really the back end, whether it be courses, whether it be consulting, you know, uh, you build that, you build up that, that credibility, you build up that know, like, and trust from putting out massive content and dominating a niche or, you know, owning the conversation as we could call it. When you're seen as the expert or the authority in that, in that sector, now what happens is you're able to obviously collect leads. We always encourage people to build up the leads, build up the, the contacts into your email list so that eventually if you're doing any sort of affiliate marketing, that's one you can do. You know, there's many, many affiliate marketing programs out there. Ricky knew I came from an affiliate marketing program. Um, you know, though I've gone independent, we run our agency and stuff and we, we do do affiliate marketing, but it's stuff like ClickBank or Amazon and you know, stuff like that. It's not like the, there's another type of affiliate marketing out there, which is BizOp affiliate marketing. And I would caution people out there. There's some really good programs and there are others where uh, all people want to do is just get you into it to get to earn a commission. And, and there's a, the, the reason people have a negative impression of that is it's almost sort of like the, the online MLM, you know, uh, uh, and I'm not speaking badly of it. I'm Jason and I both made multiple six figures doing it in, in a tactful ethical way. And we were rewarded for that. But we see so many charlatans out there who don't do it in the, the ethical way. They're, all they want to do is just get you to sign on. Once you're signed on, you're on your own, figure it out. Uh, and most people feel like they wasted their money because they're never able to get a, a return on their investment. Okay. But that's a separate topic for another day. So that's one monetization way is affiliate marketing and backend and building up your own business, your own brand. Okay. Uh, Thinkific is a Vancouver brand as well. Thinkific is one of Kajabi's biggest competitors. Thinkific happens to be one of our clients and also one of our business partners. So Greg Smith uh, and Tyler Basu, right? You know, Ricky knows Tyler. Uh, in fact, Ricky connected Tyler and I to speak together at, a, at Ricky's event. And Tyler uh, now works for Thinkific. Uh, he's one of the marketing officers there. And uh, it's a great place for anyone who's watching this to create a course. So, you know, I highly encourage if you guys want to, uh, I'm, I'm, I sometimes speak on their webinars as well as a guest speaker. Come on out for that. They give out great, great bonuses. It's free to set up an account. You know, it's free. And then after that, you can start creating your own course and monetizing from that. Uh, though I wouldn't get overly excited because, you know, $19 on a course or a $100 course, you have to sell a lot to pay your, your rent every month. 
So that's one. That's another. And the last one here to shout out is to Mark Weens. I don't know if you know a character named Mark Weens. He's a YouTuber, extremely popular in the Southeast Asia, uh, Asia market area. And uh, just look him up, okay? He's got his, uh, uh, it's Travelology, right? And if you look him up, Mark Weens, W-E-I-N-N-S. Mark, forgive me if I misspelled your name. But, you know, he, he's notorious for when he eats these foods in Asia. He loves spicy food, right? And, he, and he's a guy from the States. And he married, a, his wife is, I think, from Thailand or Cambodia. But so, you know, he eats stuff and he always does his whole like, hmm, he's got this, his uh, iconic, you know, uh, trademark for sort of a look. Well, Mark Wiens has a video out there. If you actually type how to make money while traveling, it's, he actually ranks for that keyword in YouTube. You'll find one of his videos there. Or if you just go to his Travelology on his website, his blog, and then through one of the links there, you'll find something that says, you know, how I make money. He talks about it as well in one of his videos about how he monetizes and he's able to pay for his travel. But don't get, don't misunderstand, right? You can monetize. Uh, he lives a fairly frugal life. You know, they, they work really hard wherever they are. They save their money. They get these affiliate commissions. And then after that, they, 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 they buy a plane ticket. They travel somewhere and then they shoot a video. Uh, so... You know, sometimes it may not be the over glamorous life, uh, but you know, you can monetize. So I'm trying to be as transparent with you guys. Hopefully you guys found that in informative. And if you have any questions, go ahead and post it in the comments below. We'll be glad to answer those. Jason, want to chime in on uh, video monetization? You're an expert in there in that area. Yeah, absolutely. When you are monetizing the video, there's another thing that you can do in monetizing your videos that you know, it gives you some money if you, this is even like separate from paid traffic actually. And that is, a, there's a, once you've gotten to like a certain number of views and subscribers, you can actually turn on monetization where it allows ads to be run on your YouTube channel videos and you get a little bit of like kind of, you know, a little bit of money from Google AdSense from uh, Google there over time as your channel gets bigger and bigger over time. So don't expect it to like, you know, re replace your bills or anything like that, especially when you're brand new. But it is something that a lot of the bigger influencer YouTubers use as monetized channels. But in addition to that, you know, if you have different things that are valuable tools or valuable books that you want to share to people and you have your legitimate affiliate links that don't take them to a biz op, but it's actually just like, you know, taking them to a book or maybe to an Amazon affiliate link of yours that allows people to buy a camera. Those are ways that, like Desmond was talking about, that you can make money. But then to take it to another level, which is what Ricky and I have been discussing here, is when you do a paid ad, you can do, and you can see our videos on there that go into a lot more in depth here on our YouTube Your Own Horn video channel there. You can see where I explain in depth about the importance of why YouTube paid advertising is important in your business or your products and services, or no matter what industry you're in, and basically what it does is you're allowed to use Google's platform that you can use for paid advertising. It's basically called Google AdWords. Is like, think of it as like the, the mother, like the app on the top here. And then inside there, you've got a way that you can start up video ads, and that's actual where you get to do YouTube video ads. This will let you target the specific audience. This will let you target locations in the world. This will let you put in keywords if you want. This will let you put your video ad that you want to get to eventually a product and service that allows them to see your ad on other people's like big influencers YouTube channels. How would you like to have your YouTube video ad right in front of like some of the biggest YouTube channels that have millions of subscribers even though you have zero subscribers? That's how powerful this is. So even if you have zero subscribers, 
zero views, but you've got a good placed ad that is directly related to your target audience on that big influencer's YouTube channel and several others, that is a way that you can have your placement ad to do that. So just give you guys some examples of the power of YouTube video ads as you do that as well. And those are a lot of things we teach in our, our, our ads. We also have you know mentorships to help with that, but also we do that done for you services for people who don't want to learn all the intricate things of YouTube video ads. So just some kind of some additional incentives there to think about that depending on your situation. Thanks. Awesome. Some great tips here, guys. You know, we've covered a lot in the show so far. Uh, to close off here, I'm really curious to know, what do you guys think is the future of video? Right now, it's super hot with live streaming on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram. Um, video is uh, uh, the place to be. Uh, but where do you see it going in the future? So if you guys want to pull out your crystal ball and let us know, what does the future hold when it comes to YouTube marketing? I've got one major one, Ricky. Thank you for uh, asking that question. One of the ones that you know, Desmond and myself and even what we're doing right now, which is live streaming. Yes. Live streaming is super, super important for the future here. It's not just about having like an on-demand pre-recorded video and then uploading it. While that's important, and I still see that as something that will be valuable in the future, it's about interacting with your audience live on live streaming, whether it be on Facebook or live streaming on YouTube, so that you can have planned topics that you want to say on live streaming. So I definitely see that as the future, Ricky. That's one of them. All right. Anything else, uh, Desmond or Ricky, what do you guys think about some of the other things for the future? Go ahead, Desmond. I'm trying to unmute myself here. Okay, so I was looking. I was looking at some of the comments. Actually, Ricky, we've got a comment from. Uh, you've got a comment from a Natalie Piccioni that says, "Thank you for sharing this. I love. I love Mark Weens. Hey, welcome, Natalie. Um, that's awesome. You know, go ahead and let us know wh which video. Which is your favorite Mark Weens video, or how did you discover him? Right? And uh, are you a travel blogger yourself? Or are you a travel vlogger? Uh, another one was from Paul Namikawa. It says, uh, I love what Desmond said about monetizing. Uh, really glad to hear that, uh, Paul. Appreciate you uh, posting in the comments there. <clears throat> Go ahead and make sure you're subscribed. Uh, for those of you guys who haven't subscribed to Ricky, and click the bell button as well for notifications mm -hmm. so that you can travel, Ricky, tra travel along with Ricky around the world as he actually takes you. Now, Ricky, you've been traveling for eight months now, right? You've been yeah, on. Yeah, I, I usually. Don't share as much about myself, but yeah, we left Vancouver, BC, Canada on December 6, 2016, and we've been traveling around the world for the last eight months. I'm currently at 68 countries on six continents personally, and uh, you know, one of my goals is to visit every country in the world. And uh, life as a digital nomad means you can actually make money while traveling the world. And that's why we bring in experts such as yourselves to show all the different income streams possible. Everything from coaching to masterminding to affiliate marketing to blogging uh, to video blogging to YouTube ad revenue to much, 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 much more. So yeah, you know, that's why we, uh, we do these podcasts to inspire people to travel more. And yeah, I'm glad you mentioned, you know, um, uh, Mark Ween's uh, Travelology because that's exactly what we're doing. We're, we're making money while traveling and we're showing all the other ways to do the same thing. So that's right. Thanks, Mark guys. Cool, but follow Ricky Shetty, guys. Daddy blogger yes. Ricky Shetty. You know, yes. Queens, uh, we we love one thing that uh, us uh, YouTubers or you know vloggers all do is uh, this sort of a, a code of conduct. You you always edify everyone out there, and uh, you always get inspired by others, right? So there's always something that you can learn from others along the way. And Ricky brings his own unique uh, flavor to the market and his experiences. You know. 
something we joked about is that you don't have to be 20 years old only to be traveling the world. Uh, you know, as you see these uh, backpackers going to Thailand and, you know, it always looks like you got the guy with the, the GoPro and, and the cute chick with the bikini and stuff like that. I, I would not want to see Ricky in a bikini, though that could be. An <laughs> you guys could challenge anyone who wants to see Ricky in a bikini, right? You know, jumping off some waterfall or something in some exotic spot. Uh, go ahead and post in the comments below. But with that, Ricky, I hope everyone got value. We will definitely be sharing the links with you for how people can get the checklist, as well as also Mark Ween's video and Stefan's video. And, uh, you know, show some love to Ricky. Make sure you guys post comments, share this video. We'll hope to see you guys in the next episode. Yeah, and th yeah, definitely shout out to all those people you mentioned. Uh, Dan Locks, a good buddy of mine, uh, and also Stefan Palernos has spoken in my events in the past. Mm -hmm. Tyler Bass has actually been on this show. Uh, we have the Think Effect team, who's actually going to be in one of the future episodes. Uh, so shout out to all these people. Um, so to end off here, I obviously want to know more about your product and your services under your company called Cube Your Own Horn. Uh, you've added amazing value to our audience here today. Uh, but feel free to share more about your company and what products and what services you guys offer to potential clients. Fair enough. Um, I would make it really, really simple. We've got three main core products uh, or services, as we would say it, right? So the first one is the consultancy. The consultancy really brings in for, uh, it's more for the do-it-yourselfers. Uh, we've got an eight-week intensive that we are planning to reopen the doors on again. Uh, we just finished, the, or at least we took on a batch. We're working with them through the summer. It's like a summer eight-week intensive. Uh, these are business owners. Some of them tend to be more solopreneurs or they have like under five to ten employees within their firm. And uh, we're working with them on really leveraging not only paid ads but also video SEO. So that's one of the things that we do. We do do a webinar for that. If anyone's actually interested in that, reach out, reach out to Ricky. Ricky can uh, you know, send, send uh, you our contacts. We usually jump on the phone. We'll do a discovery session. It's not for everyone. Uh, we'll be very honest with you. If we don't think it's a good fit for you, we'll just let you know and we'll point you in the right direction. Right? Uh, we usually fill up every single time. And I'm not using some sort of scarcity tactic. It's just the, the, the facts of it. Really what it is, it's been really well crafted. Uh, and I can't take all the credit for it. Uh, our mentor, Dan Locke, who's a multimillionaire, helped to you know, really put the, the program together. So because of that, it's been a success. Secondly, what we focus on is the paid ads. So you know, for businesses that really want to be able to dominate, uh, and for example, Jason can even touch on this. One of the things that we've done, say for example, people in you know, personal development, right? if you want to get your videos on top of Ty Lopez's video, or on top of Grant Cardone's video, one of the fastest and best ways to do that is through paid ads. Now, obviously, if you've got deep pockets or you know, if you got, it doesn't, you don't have to be overly, uh, you don't have to be thinking of it as big money, but you just have to be very strategic about it done properly. You know, you'd be spending probably less money than you would on newspaper ads or radio ads, and you would have a more predictable ROI on it, right? Let's just put it that way. So that's the paid ads part of the agency. And the last part is the video SEO, right? So the video SEO, uh, now we obviously do other consulting where we help people, we coach them on how to get on camera, and that's all part of the intensive side of things. Uh, but the video SEO is literally where it's a done for you service. So, you know, we do the research, we do the keywords, we pass you everything. We help you to shoot the video right now. If you need the additional video videography support, whether you're local, you know, in a, in a distant town or whatever, we'll help you find the videographer and so forth. But if you're local in our area within our distance, we've got our own local staff. If not, <clears throat> you shoot the video, we handle everything else is our slogan. So we help you through the entire process. So you don't have to think about it. You get that done. We handle all the uploading. You rank, you start driving in the traffic, you start converting those leads into, you know, converting them to customers and voila, you're on top of the game. That's literally what we do in a nutshell.
Awesome. So uh, to end off here, how can people find out about you? So what's your website, your social media, your YouTube channel, and uh, ways that people can reach out to you, Desmond and Jason? I'm glad you said that, Ricky, because usually if you're at a networking event, you know, people always say, do you have a business card? And we say, yeah, they always ask for that. Just Google us. But the best way, honestly, would just be send us an email at info at tubeyourownhorn.com. So it's the play on words, toot your own horn, tooting your own horn. Well, tube, YouTube your own horn, tubeyourownhorn.com. So info awesome, man. You can yeah, also go to uh, our YouTube channel at tube your own horn and find us there as well. Hey. Awesome. So uh, do you want to say anything to these guys to end the video? Do you want to uh, ask them a question or say anything to them? Ask them, ask them something. Hola, como estas? estas Hola, como estas? <laughs> He's being shy. We got to teach her the confidence on camera thing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you are in a different country. That's awesome. That's right. No, so no, no. We asked you a question. What's your question? What's your favorite country? Oh, good question. Nice. My favorite country is the, current, the country I'm currently in right now. Right? In whatever country I'm in, I, it's always my favorite country, wherever I'm at. And currently right now I'm in Canada. But when I was in Japan, that was my favorite country. When I was in Singapore, it was my favorite country. When I was in Korea, it was my favorite country. And Jason? Yeah, I think it, it's all about where your heart is. What they like to say in the South, home is where the heart is. So, you know, when I'm, my heart is in Japan, I'm, I'm getting the max fullest out of enjoying that country and its culture. Same thing for where I'm at right now in America with Seattle, enjoying the max of that culture. So maximize and have fun in every country that you visit, okay? I'm talking to you with the red shirt. Yes, you. <laughs> and just enjoy every country that you go to with your dad and just, you know, make sure that you do it and just learn something new about each of the people you talk to. Absolutely. So it makes a huge difference and just learning to love every country, actually. Yeah, you know, I definitely can uh, relate uh, to that sentiment. Uh, when you're in a country, you got to enjoy it to the fullest. And here we are in Colombia, really enjoying the country, the people, the culture, the food, and the cost of living. Uh, you know, we're yes. here in a condo, super cheap. So uh, super excited about Colombia. Uh, once again, I just want to thank both of you guys. Uh, you've been super inspiring, super informative, and, uh, you know, uh, great to connect again with you, Desmond, and to, with you, Jason. Thanks for all your valuable insights today. Likewise, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you to you who are watching and listening from around the world. Uh, thanks for the people who watched live and you know left us comments. That was awesome. Shout out to all of you guys watching live. And for those of you who are watching the recording on YouTube, leave us some uh, questions and comments. Uh, you know, I'll make sure that Desmond and the team answer them for you. And if you're listening on iTunes, uh, you know, uh, you can leave us a comment on our show notes. And we'll have those links on our YouTube channel if you're watching this, and they'll be on the show notes if you're listening on iTunes. And uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in to this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, live with uh, Jason and Desmond from Tube Your Own Horn. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, uh, the podcast and the videocast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And you, too, can tube your own horn.